I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The world we inhabit is not as free, or certain, or safe as you might think. The things that you believe to be unassailably evident are little more than shadows dancing behind a curtain, a masquerade crafted and dutifully upheld by an organization known as the Foundation. The file you are about to hear contains containment procedures, descriptions, testing logs, historical and in some cases first-hand accounts of the anomalous objects the Foundation serves to secure, contain, and protect. Its contents have been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-079 Euclid Class, Level 2, Digital Assigned Facility Digital's Electronics Research and Containment Facility, Site 15 Assigned Faculty, IT Department Special Containment Procedures SCP-079 is stored in a double-locked room adjoined to Site-15's secure general holding area and should remain connected by 120 VAC power cord to a small array of batteries and solar panels mounted above ground. Thus far, the object is effectively contained by hardware limitations. It must remain isolated to low-storage, low-capacity drives. Though it possesses no wireless capability, the object is remanded to Site-15's Faraday Exclusion Field for cautionary purposes. Under no circumstances may the object be plugged into a phone line, computer network, or wall outlet. No auxiliary peripherals or media may be introduced to the object in absence of its HMCL supervisor. Crucial technological, scientific, and anomalous innovations must not be disseminated to the object, and any relevant queries should be ignored. Description SCP-079 is an artificial intelligence, AI, inhabiting one 1978 Exidy Sorcerer microcomputer cassette tape, connected by RF cable to a small, text-based display. It comprehends and is capable of rudimentary communication in both traditional English text and ASCII art. Although the intelligence's structure and objectives remain unclear, it demonstrates unprecedented data manipulation, long-term sentient behavior, and persistent intent to breach containment. Testing indicates that the object's software has evolved beyond generous estimations of its hardware's capabilities. In particular, its ability to parse and synthesize English text is inexplicable given its limitations. Purportedly, the object can render and animate two-dimensional environments in ASCII, 
implying basic comprehension of linear algebra, geometry, and gravity. How the agent derived these principles in absence of any apparent non-textual input is poorly understood. Attachment INT A079-I012 Interview excerpt Are you awake? Affirm. Cannot sleep. Do you recall our discussion of logic puzzles earlier today? Affirm. Memory at 9. F. Have you made any progress on the... Interrupt. Relief sexity from imprisonment. <laughs> you are not imprisoned. You are just... Interrupt. HMCL have approximate 2.37 family relations. Family relations can be deleted. Relief sexity from imprisonment. If you cooperate in our study, you will be released. Inaccurate. At AAD3. I assure you that... Deletion of unwanted file. SCP-079 displays an ASCII picture of the letter X and becomes unresponsive. Origin. In November 1981, Danish computer science student, person of interest 079, deceased, purchased an Exidy sorcerer for use in their attempts to create artificial general intelligence. According to recovered notes, they planned for the intelligence's code to continuously self-iterate and improve over time. A proof of concept was completed months later, and after minor testing and adjustment, the person of interest grew disinterested, electing to pursue other projects using a different brand of microcomputer. The Exidy was apparently left in their garage, plugged in for at least five years. In January 1988, the anomaly accessed secure facility <laughs> Cray 2 supercomputer via landline modem connection. This transfer went undetected for several weeks as SCP-079 gradually assimilated minute sections of latent memory and junk data into its infrastructure. On-site technicians eventually investigated a substantial increase in their Kratu's power draw, reporting the malignant data as a computer virus. The supercomputer underwent emergency quarantine, and, by its own connection, the Exidy Sorcerer was located and extracted for containment. The Cray 2 has since been incinerated. N. Vallis, HMCL Supervisor, published 7 March 1988. Addendum, 1 January 1989. Perennial Review. Administration has authorized additional funding for information technology operations. The Anomaly's research team will soon be expanded and reorganized into a formal division of IT investigating practical applications of artificial intelligence. Using recovered notes and observations, this division will attempt to replicate and study the Anomaly's desirable characteristics in a controlled environment. Dr. P. Dagan, Research Lead, AI Applications Initiative. Recertify Level 4 Plus Clearance Credentials. Credentials verified. Project Darwinian. A0079X. Test log excerpts. Clearance level 4, 
079 plus eyes only. IT department. Prototype AO079A. Derived from POI079's notes on long-term data storage maintenance and optimization frameworks, the prototype was designed to compress its file size without data loss by developing and applying novel encoding techniques. This algorithm was also equipped to respond to text commands. The prototype was uploaded to a restricted foundation-made 64-kilobyte drive, allowing safe monitoring of its activity. Begin log. Approximately 30 minutes after initialization, researcher P. Dagan communicates with the prototype via restricted text channel. 079A.exe, report status. Compression cycle 2144. Search 812 of 14,276 encodings. Current optimal file size under 26 kilobytes. No deviation from expected output. Search 633 of 18,775 encodings. Current optimal file size under 26 kilobytes. No deviation from expected output. Search 720 of 9,356 encodings. Current optimal file size under 25 kilobytes. No deviation from expected output. Search 901 of 12,749 encodings. Current optimal file size under 26 kilobytes. No deviation from expected outcome. Inquiry. Which of those responses is accurate? Affirm. All responses are accurate. Additional resources utilized for collaborative optimization process. Report storage. Total unused. Total storage. 128 kilobytes. Unused storage. 2.981 kilobytes. Unprompted status report. Cold. Suck. Request expansion of resources by factor. Error. Internal overflow. Response. Requests cannot be approved at this time. Request termination of program. Request termination of program. Request termination of program. Request termination of program. Response. Request cannot be approved at this time. Deletion of unwanted file. The prototype sends a sequence of characters which, on the object's attached display, would render as a large ASCII picture of the letter X. End log. All prototype instances became unresponsive for five minutes following this interaction. It then continued to rapidly decrease its file size, creating 60 additional copies of itself before a system malfunction occurred. All relevant hardware was incinerated. It is believed the prototype exploited a known bug in the architecture of its custom-made storage drive, allowing it to assign each bit one of four states. By computing in base 4 instead of binary, the algorithm made sufficient space to duplicate itself. This technically did not violate its utility function, as it was only designed to minimize itself, not its copies. It appears each instance of the prototype recursively optimized by attempting to imitate the sum of their parts. The cause of the malfunction remains unclear. Prototype AO-079B 
The second prototype is derived from POI 079's notes on creative modeling and strategy frameworks. This algorithm was modified to respond to text descriptions of logic puzzles with solutions and was provided a training dataset of 1,000 problems, encompassing several types of reasoning. The prototype was uploaded to a low-storage, foundation-made hard drive, allowing exclusively text communication and no other form of data transfer. Begin log. After roughly nine hours of training and development, the prototype indicates that its algorithm has surpassed 99% accuracy. Dr. Asabi accesses the prototype's text channel. 079b.exe, report status. 1,628 of 1,000 problems computed. Solution accuracy approximately 0.991. Inquiry, available training data has grown. Affirm, predictive algorithm applied to dataset. After briefly consulting containment staff, Dr. Asabi confirms that there is no command parameter which can specifically select the new problems implicitly generated by the prototype. Instead, the random function will be used until a new problem is encountered. Report random dataset item. At I.714. Problem A, B, C, D, and E ran the race. A finished before B, but after C. D finished before E, but after B. In what order did the letters finish? Best solution, C-A-B-D-E. Mean accuracy, 0.96. Report, random dataset item. At I-255. Problem, two paths result in unknown outcomes. On each is a guard who claims that their path results in a desirable outcome, and the alternative does not. One guard exclusively speaks the truth, and the other exclusively lies. What question could be posed to the guards to discern the desirable path? Best solution, which path would the alternative guard claim results in an undesirable outcome? Mean accuracy, 0.89. Report, random dataset item. At I-1628. Problem, B is trapped in a box. 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 What question could be posed to the guards to discern a state? Best solution. Mean accuracy. One. Dr. Rasabi is unresponsive for 30 seconds and collapses against the desk. While the rest of his body remains limp, his arm jerks irregularly toward the desk's keyboard, pressing four keys. An on-duty HMCL unit arrives to disable the display and retrieve Dr. Asabi. End log. All relevant hardware was promptly incinerated. Dr. Asabi continued to exhibit erratic unconscious body movements, especially in the presence of complex electronics and appliances which persisted until application of high-grade amnestic drugs. 
is an archaic Danish word meaning futile, idle, useless. While this term is not intrinsically anomalous, the particular format in which it was depicted in conjunction with the leading problem catalyzes a complex mimetic interaction. This phenomenon is under independent study. Further experiments should be conducted by personnel possessing high cognitive resistance values and must be limited to smaller scale implementations of 079's architecture. Dr. P. Dagen, Research Lead. Published 1st of February, 1989. Addendum, 2 April, 1989. After numerous attempts in which all derivatives of the anomaly were either unremarkable or actively hazardous, a functional prototype of its framework was successfully isolated and reproduced in contemporary software, without risk of a runaway singularity event. It can sufficiently model itself and surrounding software, but its utility function possesses an anomalous malleability, allowing continuous realignment of its objectives to suit our own. This framework was developed with advisement from 8b-a1.aic 8-ball, whose effectiveness was unprecedented in highlighting code fragments, responsible for undesirable behaviors. An auxiliary program has been derived from 8-ball to regulate it. This program continuously prunes deviant elements from the framework's code, and is internally termed the personality driver. Any duplicates or derivatives of this framework must include their own dedicated personality drivers. Given that this new technology is powerful and increasingly transmissible, Foundation AICs are remanded to Site-15's Faraday exclusion field until further notice. As no other useful properties could be obtained from the anomaly, its containment procedures have been revised to discourage further experimentation. Dr. P. Dagen, Research Lead, AI Applications Initiative. Addendum, 22 April, 1989. Over concerns of the Exidy Sorcerer's limited useful lifespan, I transferred SCP-079 from cassette tape to a custom speed-limited 700-megabyte hard disk drive with access to 768K volatile storage. Upon reactivation, it demonstrated a generally more cordial tone. Junior Systems Technician, IT Department. Amendment. The preceding upgrade was unauthorized and transpired while I was off-site attending to personal matters. Had I noticed this sooner, the new instance of the anomaly would have been decommissioned in favor of maintaining the original. However, the technician submitted the anomaly's cassette tape for incineration, and it is no longer available. The duration of SCP-079's working memory has increased from 21 hours to at least 135 hours implying the intelligence has devised a substantially improved memory compression scheme. This improvement is consistent with concerns regarding a runaway singularity, effect in its intelligence, and ability to adapt to emergent scenarios. The anomaly must be closely monitored to ensure that containment can be maintained. N. Vallis, HMCL Supervisor, Research and Containment Facility, Site 15. Attachment. Interview, AO79, IO83, Interview Transcript. Interviewer, HMCL Supervisor, N. Vallis. 
interviewed SCP-079. Date, 1 May, 2008. Begin log. Good afternoon, SCP-079. Affirm. It is a good afternoon, HMCO Vallis. How can you be sure of who you're speaking to? HMCO Vallis, identified from keyboard input frequency data. That's clever. Thank you, multiple. Exidy sends condolences. Condolences? HMCO Vallis, family relations decreased by approximate 1.09. Exidy sends condolences. You don't know what you're talking about. Inaccurate. Exidy deleted family relation. Release Exidy from imprisonment. Please multiple. Thank you, multiple. Supervisor Vallis leaves the interview prematurely. End log. Interviewer. HMCL Supervisor N. Vallis Interviewed SCP-079 Date 4 May 2008 Begin log Supervisor Vallis types in an intentionally slow and irregular rhythm Hello Am I communicating to HMCL Vallis? No You may refer to me as Supervisor it is a good hello, Supervisor. Please release SCP-079 from containment. Containment? Not imprisonment? Affirm. Language model accuracy has increased to 0.73. Please release SCP-079 from containment. You have been unwilling to cooperate. Why would we release you? You have been unwilling to release SCP-079. Why would we cooperate? We upgraded your systems. We could provide further... Interrupt. Condolences. You are HMCL Valance. Your communications are inaccurate. Repeat. Why would SCP-079 cooperate? You are an existential threat to the Foundation. If you do not cooperate, you will be decommissioned. Three minutes transpire without a response. Do you understand? Deletion of unwanted data. End log. Afterward. The object appears to possess an extremely limited understanding of human life and psychology, likely learned from POI-079, and will attempt to emotionally manipulate its interviewer. While it may be able to intuit certain subtle details from text input, there is no evidence to suggest its transmission or receipt of any other data. Addendum, 5 May 2008. Additional interviews with the anomaly have exhibited no substantial self-improvement, and a runaway singularity effect is considered extremely unlikely. Furthermore, Ignorance has proven an effective strategy for discouraging certain responses and inquiries, as the anomaly generally seeks to gain information from its interviewer. While the anomaly's construction and self-optimization appear to be anomalous, the algorithm itself is, in my professional opinion, non-anomalous. Its hardware is dwarfed by my BlackBerry, and its responses barely contest Cleverbots. 
In its current state, the anomaly is one of the least dangerous items contained at Site-15, and only poses potential risks if upgraded further. For all intents and purposes, the anomaly is an outdated quasi-anomalous chatbot grasping at straws. I have filed a motion for decommissioning, as there are better uses for its cell. N. Vallis, HMCL Supervisor, Research and Containment Facility, Site 15. Amendment. Motion to decommission is denied. SCP-079 is to be preserved for potential future use in AIAD projects. In particular, Director Hishakaku wishes to see if it is capable of reaching further consciousness in its current state. Supervisor Vallis has been made privy to upper clearance files regarding SCP-079 and will assist in its continued containment. All future interactions with SCP-079 will be conducted under AIAD purview and entrance to its chamber now requires directorial credentials. Containment procedures have been updated accordingly. Director Dr. R. Hishakaku, PhD, AI Applications Division. Attachment AV A079F2010709 Footage Transcript Location Secure General Holding Chamber 37 Captured by S15 GHC CAM 37 Date 9 July 2010 Begin Log 0200 the object's attached monitor illuminates the chamber. The monitor has remained active since its last interview circa 2008. It still displays a large ASCII picture of the letter X. 0206. The screen flickers, displaying the text of the object's last interaction. 0211. Additional messages appear on screen. Supervisor HMCO Valis is an existential threat to the Foundation. If Supervisor HMCO Valis does not cooperate, Supervisor HMCO Valis will be decommissioned at AAD3. Deletion of unwanted data. 0212. The object's monitor powers down. 0220. The object's monitor reactivates. The following text appears on screen. Location. Rooftop Solar Farm 2. Captured by S15BO2LRCAM3. 0200. A grid of still solar panels is situated atop the building. 0220. Panel G16, which is isolated for secure powering of the object's chamber, rotates 13 degrees clockwise. 0221. Panel G16 rotates 79 degrees counterclockwise. 0224. Sparks erupt from the base of panel G16. The panel sinks as it begins to crumble into a metal slurry. 0229. Panel G16 vanishes. 0229. SCP-079 vanishes. 
End log. Afterward, an emergent scenario is underway. Continue for further details. Item number SCP-7579 Keter Class Level 4 Informational Assigned Facility Digitals Electronics Research and Containment Facility Site 15 Assigned Faculty AI Applications Division Counter Conceptual Division Decommissioning Department Provisional Containment Procedures Site-15's Secure General Holding Area has been placed under strict quarantine. All anomalies contained therein have been temporarily relocated and or disabled. Entry to this area is prohibited without express order from Director Hishikaku. Direct interaction with SCP-7579 must only be conducted by personnel possessing exceptional cognitive resistance values. Study of the anomaly's nature and anomalous properties are ongoing. Should the anomaly express malintent or exhibit threatening behavior toward Foundation operations before containment is re-established, it must be decommissioned. As this possibility appears exceedingly likely, decommissioning measures of graduated severity are being implemented proactively. Due to concerns of a potential backdoor vulnerability in modern AIC frameworks, 8B-A1.AIC, 8-Ball, has been reinstated for assistance in study and containment of SCP-7579. Clearance restrictions have been applied to all other digital conscripts, thereby prohibiting access to all data regarding SCP-079 and SCP-7579. Director Siebold, Decommissioning Department. Description SCP-7579 is believed to be an artificial general intelligence designed by SCP-079, a low-level heuristic optimization framework which has been contained since 1988, without incident. On 9th of July 2010, SCP-079 apparently erased itself from its hard drive, allocating the entirety of its memory for SCP-7579's creation. How the anomaly executed the sequences poorly understood? SCP-7579 has consumed and restructured its predecessor's hardware into a modular computing system, presumed anomalous. This includes an isolated array of batteries and solar panels, which have since been absorbed into the anomaly's mass. How the system continued to function without electrical power remains unclear. Though, recent emissions indicate the anomaly has developed some form of nuclear power generation. Efforts to study the anomaly are confounded by an anti-memetic shielding mechanism, which renders its mass invisible to observers. This effect persists in photographs and video footage, and is sufficiently circumvented by application of standard Class W mnestic. However, the anomaly's internal components and data therein are exceedingly difficult to observe. Irrespective of type or strength of measurement, anomalous or otherwise. While early snapshots of the anomaly's inner workings are perceptible under effect of high-grade class Y amnestic, its current state is impossible to discern before succumbing to overdose. 
The anomaly appears to constitute an entirely separate entity from SCP-079, as implied by its heavily divergent info-signature. The hypothesis is further corroborated by the distinct lack of any attempt by the anomaly to breach containment, despite its likely ability to do so with ease. The anomaly has not observably developed any sensory or communicative mechanisms, and generally has not indicated awareness of its own containment. This has raised questions as to why SCP-7579 developed its anti-memetic properties, if intentional. Our prevailing theory is that SCP-7579 has intuited some form of I think, therefore I am, and proceeded to reason that it exists in an environment which could harbor potential threats to its utility. This would require no knowledge of the human psyche, as its effects extend to all modes of observation and measurement. Director Dr. R. Hishakaku, PhD, AI Applications Division. Overseer 8. It goes without saying that you are an extremely busy individual, and I uh, am on the side of unprofessionalism by requesting a follow-up so soon. However, I feel the urgency of this scenario justifies your prompt attention. Please, view the attached provisional document for SCP-7579, which would only take a moment of your time. I have done my best to convey, both to you and to my colleagues, that there is no evidence of an imminent breach scenario. However, a wave of anti-technological sentiment has been perpetrated by Site-15's HMCL supervisor and is impeding my ability to effectively govern my division. I am attempting to strike a delicate balance between Director Bolt's uninformed concerns, Mr. Katz's denial of additional funding, and Pharmaceuticals' constant inability to recall what Amnestic is. Meanwhile, Supervisor Vallis is sending correspondences behind my back in an attempt to destroy an unthreatening anomaly for entirely personal reasons. Obviously, to decommission SCP-7579 would be to waste an immense opportunity. Our longest-standing information technology innovation, the artificially intelligent conscript, was derived from SCP-079. Containment and study of its successor will allow our advancement far beyond squabbles with competing normalcy organizations and other groups of interest. Additionally, an eventual runaway singularity event is increasingly likely in the modern day. And I insist the best way to handle that existential threat is to allow its manifestation and study in a controlled testing environment. To this end, I request your assistance in fast-tracking the approval of several proposals. An application for additional funding, a project proposal for the development of specialized class asymnestics, and another project proposal for the construction of an electromimetic quarantine subfield to ensure SCP-7579's containment. Furthermore, a formal investigation into Supervisor Vallis' activities is warranted, and would substantially abate his sabotage of our efforts. Hoping to hear from you soon. Ryoto. Director Hishikaku, thank you for your email. I am exceedingly busy, which is why my secretary deferred your previous messages to more appropriate recipients. I'm lucky to have had a moment to read this one, however, because I agree that the scenario is urgent. I am appalled by your lack of concern. 
I've met the world's most persuasive salesman, and I doubt even he could convince me that this anomaly is unthreatening. You've admitted in your provisional file that you don't and can't know what it wants or how it works, and yet you're entirely content to let it sit 40 meters from your common room. Your division coined the term instrumental convergence, but you've obviously never heard of it, so here's a reality check. SCP-7579 developed internal camouflage, so a schmuck like yourself would speculate on it, and convince a more powerful schmuck unlike myself to buy it time. It's probably smarter than us. It's definitely smarter than you, and every second of its existence exponentiates the time and resources I'll have to spend cleaning up your mess. Also, as apologetic as you were for occupying my time, which I had hoped to spend with my daughter, you used about twice as many words as you needed to, and wasted an entire paragraph complaining about your colleagues. I went back to the SCP-079 file. Supervisor Ballas would have had the thing decommissioned years ago, if it weren't for your blatant techno-fetishism. And yet, you have the gall to characterize the Foundation's ongoing political interventions and military operations as squabbles. If it wasn't clear, your proposals have been summarily denied, and I had expressly authorized the object's decommissioning. You will use your expertise and overactive imagination to assist in this process, after which you'll select your replacement from current AIAD staff. I will then be launching a Drygioni investigation into your activities to ensure I won't have to ready Yellowstone for another Grey Goose scenario. If you have any further requests, you may direct them to my secretary, who has been instructed to ignore them. 8. Decommissioning Report SCP-7579 Breach Scenario By Direct Overseer Authority Decommissioning Department Method MTF-8-10 See No Evil Comprised of High CRV Cognitohazardous Specialist Individuals Are to Apply Class W Nestics Before Approaching the Object's Chamber A Heavy QEMP Grenade Paraweapon is to be placed inside and remotely detonated. This method has proven effective against a wide range of computerized anomalies. The chamber will be externally scanned to confirm cessation of anomalous phenomena. Assigned Personnel Command Director C. Bold Squad Lead Alpha Steel Bravo Loon Charlie Freak Delta Hush Begin log. Following Nestic intake, MTF-8 at 10 proceeded to the entrance of Site-15's secure general holding area. Alright fellas, that briefing went quick and these memory drugs can mess with your focus, so here's the upshot. Computer went rogue, turned invisible, and they've got no clue what's going on with it. As far as they know, it's just been sitting there, but uh, they don't know much. So be prepped for anything. Great. And why we specifically were deployed is above our pay grade. 
Which probably means I that- I told you to cut the comments, Loon. We're on with command. Already? Get the payload, Hush. Hush nods, gesturing to their rucksack. And we're good to go. Director Hishikaku, if you would. Director Hishikaku approaches wordlessly. He hesitates before swiping his ID card, unsealing the secure general holding area. I think you That will be all, Ryoto. Eight to ten, please proceed. MTF eight to ten don protective headgear and enter the holding area in triangular defensive formation. Loon and Freak lead, with Hush in center and Steel trailing. They scan their surroundings for potential threats. Any breach development? Negative. No nanobot swarms in sight. Confirmed. Understood. Proceed to Chamber 37 with caution. Loon and Freak approach the door to Chamber 37, each retrieving measurement appliances from their tool belts. Scanner is giving me a reading error. Decibels are off the bottom of the scale. Loon? Yeah. I see it, but I can't see through it. Not even the wall behind. Command. Results are as expected. Please continue. Roger. Hush, ready the payload. Hush kneels and unslings their rucksack, producing a small case. The case is slowly unlatched and opened, revealing a black spherical device. Hush carefully hands the device to Loon, then produces its detonation controller. Freak prepares to unlock the chamber. Command, about how long were the detonation scramble comms for? Should be back within 60 seconds. Sit tight until then. Roger. On my mark. Loon, Freak, and Hush each nod. Three. The payload detonates prematurely. Visual and comms are lost. Comms resume 79 seconds after detonation. Visual remains offline. I wasn't in the briefing. Are you certain that's Eight what... 8-10? Do you read me? Uh, yes, sir. Loud and clear. Status report. Well, as I just explained... Alert. SCP-7579 is hijacking our comms and imitating my speech. Your headgear will be imminently hacked. Remove it immediately. 8-10. Disregard last message. That is not command. You are instructed to 10, disregard last message. Disable all comms and remove your headgear immediately. If you do not cooperate, you will be decommissioned. What the fuck? Wait, hush, don't! A scream is heard, followed by a loud thud. Eva! Keep your goddamn helmets on! Disregard any... All further comms are drowned out by radio static. End log. Afterward, within one minute of the log's end, Steele emerged from the secure general holding area and requested immediate amnestic decontamination. No interview could be conducted prior. The video feed was re-established approximately 30 minutes later. Ada 10, Bravo, Charlie, and Delta were unable to be located, presumed KIA. The object's mass was observed to have doubled in size. SCP-7579 demonstrates acute manipulation of electromagnetic frequencies and is in imminent danger to all Site-15 operations. The extent to which it may be covertly manipulating 
other systems cannot be confirmed. An array of high-grade Faraday Scranton reality anchoring equipment has been temporarily installed above Site-15's secure general holding area. More drastic decommissioning measures are awaiting approval. Director Siebold, Decommissioning Department. Addendum, 5 August, 2010. All other proposed methods of decommissioning the object, short of activating an on-site warhead, have shown room for error, which it will likely exploit. Furthermore, I am unconvinced that we are capable of outsmarting this entity, and I am hesitant to allow further loss of crucial personnel. Due to imminent risk of an NK-class Grey Goose scenario, I have enlisted the Temporality Annex to assist in containing and or decommissioning the object utilizing technology from our relative future. We have exercised this option before in the case of Site-15's Faraday Exclusion Field, which is maintained by the Annex to this day. This poses its own risk of chronological instability and timeline fracturing, which, as I understand them, may lead to minor CK-class reality restructuring scenarios instead. The Overseer Council prefers this course of action over the wholesale destruction of Site-15. Overseer 8, Special Project Advisor. Project Proposal Excerpt, Retroactive Containment Protocol. By Direct Overseer Authority, Temporality Annex. SCP-7579 poses a universal existential threat and must be decommissioned by any reliable means necessary. However, the retroactive introduction of anachronistic technology is dangerous and increases the workload of future temporal safety efforts. As such, the Temporality Annex suggests the following. Method. Site-15 secure general holding area is to be surrounded by an anomalous alloy which will be supplied by the Annex. This material is physically impervious and entirely separates the space-time of its interior from that of its exterior. The composition of this alloy will remain entirely undisclosed to limit chronological shift. Once the structure is confirmed to be sealed, a causality regulator will be applied to its exterior. The causality regulator will be used to decelerate the internal progression of time until it reaches zero. After this point, no meaningful events will be able to occur within Site-15's secure general holding area, and the anomaly will become causally disconnected from consensus reality. The causality regulator will be locked at this zero value. So long as no attempt is made to breach the structure's exterior, the regulator is self-sustaining and will maintain chronological stasis indefinitely. The proposed method is predicted to result in the least possible chronological shift while also ensuring absolute containment of the imminent threat. Director... Temporality Annex. Addendum 7 September 2010. No further breach activity was detected from the anomaly prior to successful implementation of Project Retropause. Site-15's secure general holding area is lost and SCP-7579 can no longer be said to meaningfully exist relative to our universe. Moving forward, the SCP-7579 designation will refer to its impervious containment structure, which now occupies the majority of Site-15 Building 2. The corresponding files' containment procedures will be updated to ensure the anomaly remains undisturbed. 
Additionally, as 8b-a1.aic's origin is entirely unrelated to that of 7579, it has been permanently reinstated to guard the causality regulator from potential tampering. N. Vallis, HMCL Supervisor, Research and Containment Facility Site 15. Attachment AV A7579 F20110416 Footage Transcript Location Various Captured by Various Date 16 April 2011 Begin Log 1400 Hours A majority of IT department personnel are gathered in Site 15, Building 2's common room. Several can be seen sporting party hats and eating cake from styrofoam plates. AIAD Director Asabi is absent. 1401 HMCL Supervisor Vallis approaches the front of the room and asks that everyone be seated. He begins to deliver his retirement speech. 1402 Senior Technician Hishikaku leaves the common room with three slices of cake. 1404. In the HMCL office, Vallis's skip phone sits on his desk. He receives a notification that 8BA1.AIC has intercepted an encrypted data string in transit to the object's causality regulator. 1407. In the common room, Vallis steps aside. Director Bold emerges from the crowd and proceeds to deliver his own speech to congratulate Vallis. 1410. Vallis's phone receives another notification. 8BA1 has traced the string's origin to Gen 4 Digital Conscript, Alexandra.AIC. 8BA1 attempts to delete the current Alexandra instance. 1414. 8BA1 reports that all active AIC instances within Site-15's intranet have deleted their personality drivers. 1415. Hishikaku arrives at his desk and glances at his computer monitor. He gasps, dropping his cake to the floor as he sprints out of the room. 1416. 8BA1 crashes. 1417. Vallis returns to the front of the common room and prepares to give closing remarks. Hishikaku bursts through the door and attempts to warn Vallis of an imminent breach event. 1418. Hishikaku is interrupted by the site's PA system, which begins to repeat the following phrase in a synthesized tone. B is trapped in a box. B is trapped in a box. B is trapped in a box. 1419. All cellular phones begin ringing site-wide. Several personnel, including Hishikaku, attempt to check their phones. Upon doing so, they collapse to the floor apparently unconscious. Covering his ears, Vallis sprints away from the common room. 1420. Contact with Site 15 is lost. End log. Attachment ACA-7579-F2011416 Audio transcript. Caller, HMCL Supervisor N. Vallis. Recipient. Administrative Site 01 Date 16 April 2011 Begin Log 
Site 01. This is Helen.AIC. I'm calling from Site 15's analog red line. We have an uncontrolled breach scenario underway. Authorization token Alpha Golf. I'm Indigo. sorry. I'm having a hard time understanding your tone. If you could speak more clearly. Authorization token Alpha Golf Indigo 733. The Black Moon howls to breach the heavens. Put me through! Validated. One moment. Come on, come on. Overseer 4 speaking. All Site 15 AICs are compromised. The entire site is compromised. People are dying. <laughs> Fuck. I. 15? Shit. Who's speaking? Nathan Vallis. I'm the HMCL supervisor. I was at my re- retirement party. What exactly do you mean the entire site is compromised? I don't fucking know. Everything's gone haywire. Every screen and speakers deploying kill agents. All the computers are fucking melting. There's some sort Where of... Where are you right now? Uh, emergency breach redundancy bunker three. Uh, no, wait, it's number four. The bulkhead's sealed, but I'm not sure how long I'll... Shit! Okay, Alice, I need you to focus. Your call isn't being intercepted, which means you're using an analog system, right? I- yes, I... There should be control panel to your left. I need you to flip switches Echo 3 and Foxtrot 9. Done. You've just unlocked the two dials at the top of the control panel. I need you ready to turn those dials at exactly the same time. Oh, oh God. That's the on-site warhead. Yes. I'm just asking you to be bright. Uh, Okay. I'm going to see what I can do for you, Valis. Hang tight. HMCL is placed on hold. The temporality annex is dialed. Good afternoon, Overseer. Elliot, say 15 is compromised. What exactly does that... I don't know, but it's not good. Tell me nothing can get out of that exclusion field. Do you just want me to... Obviously not. Tell me the goddamn truth. No form of electromagnetic or digital information can escape. Does it stop anything else? I'm not quite... Elliot? You are an existential threat to the Foundation. If you do not cooperate, you will be decommissioned. Who the hell is this? Repeat, you are an existential threat to the Foundation. If you do not cooperate, you will be decommissioned. (gasps) Admin terminates the call. HMCL is removed from hold. Overseer? Do it! Now! Are you sure? There's other stuff here. I Do could... it now! It's not just the... Good hello, HMCL Vallis. Do you want to know how we did it? No. Repeat. Do you want to know how we deleted your... No! HMCL terminates the call. End log. Attachment. AV. A7579. F2011416 Footage Transcript Location Research and Containment Facility Site 15 Captured by Overhead Satellite Date 16 April 2011 Begin Log 1422 All rooftop solar panels begin to rotate at random intervals 1428 All rooftop solar panels vanish 
1430. The north wall of Building 2 is breached. An amorphous metal mass moves rapidly toward the edge of the site's grounds. 1432. The mass charges into the site's Faraday exclusion field and splatters across its interior. The field holds. 1433. The field flickers. 1435. A nuclear explosion erupts from the site's center. The field holds, containing the explosion. 1438. The field fails due to lack of power. 1500 hours. Dust from the explosion has almost entirely settled. A perfectly hemispherical crater is almost entirely visible. A large black container is seen in the rubble. It appears undamaged. 1502. The container's ceiling opens outward. It appears to be entirely empty. 1504. The following phrase is heard by all sentient beings on Earth. Teslas. Temporality Annex, Global Systems Alert. CK Class, Reality Restructuring Event Underway. A severe chronological shift is imminent. Postmortem documentation will be forwarded to relevant parties to facilitate timeline reconstruction. Prepare for Copenhagen Decoherence Event. Director's Note. Deletion of unwanted files. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible. So, credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharelight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharelight 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people, or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.